Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart. Hey, brilliant listener. In this week's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Susan Batson, who co-created a book through her channel with the Divine. This interview was truly such a great experience to have, and I know that you will enjoy it too. In Susan's and Eliora's presence, we learn about some tools to shift from fear into the experience of drinking from the well. Eliora is a pen name and a pseudonym chosen for the book Drink from the Well because it means God is my light. The Divine inspired the book, this interview, and all the work of Susan Batson and Eliora. (laughs) I know you're going to love it. Enjoy! Hello, everybody. We are back at Soul Health Mentor Podcast, and today I'm really looking forward to interviewing Susan Batson, who has written a book, and there's a whole journey behind writing that book, and I'm just really looking forward to hearing that story and that journey. Hello, Susan. It's so nice to have you. Hello. Thanks so much for inviting me. Yes, I am just fascinated about what I've learned about your book. And I know there's a pseudonym, pseudonym, that's a hard word. Pseudonym. Pseudonym. In German, you say pseudonym. So it's very different. That's why I was struggling with it. And you will find the book. Tell us what is the name of the book and what is the pseudonym? Okay, so the name of the book is Drink from the Well. And the pseudonym is Eliora, E-L-I-O-R-A. Yes, I love that. And there's even there, there's a story behind that. So let's just start there. How come you use Eliora? So when um when I so let's going way back, mm-hmm. um, I started to understand that there was another way of living my life that was much bigger and less restricted than the way I'd been living it. And it involved connecting with a quiet voice inside myself. It involved dropping down and in and listening to that quiet voice. And so that quiet voice told me, that's what I I understood that I needed to write a book and I needed to understand the role of fear in my life and the lives of everyone around me. And as I started doing this work, I realized The information, the ideas, the tools were not coming from me as Susan Batson, but coming through me as if I was being guided because there's no way I could have come up with this and understood all these deep, profound um, approaches and understandings myself as as a, and it was through the divine that I was making this journey. And so the name Eliora means connecting to the divine. And so for with my husband, with my kids, with my mother and father, I'm Susan Batson. But in the work that I'm doing, I'm letting go of my ego, the roles that I'm playing, the restrictions to my life, and I'm becoming much uh, expansive, 
open and receptive. And that's as Eliora. Mm, I love that. Expansive, open, and receptive. And the tagline of Soul Health Mentor Podcast is out of your mind and into your heart. Like, because oh. in your in our mind, we can contrive, it's this little self. I love that you shared that story because when we let go of that little self and get open, expansive, and receptive, for me, in my language, that's dropping into my heart, but I can totally relate to what you're saying that Eliora is that for you. And, and I also love that you really tune inward and that as you're speaking, you're listening within because we can, we can get so distracted by outside things. And it is so, so important to hear that inner voice. So this inner voice, what I heard you tell us is that it started speaking to you when you yourself were facing a lot of fear in your life? So I, this is, this is my understanding. So I have grown, I've always been fearful. I was a very fearful kid. I was a kid that cried in class when I didn't, you know, didn't understand something or got something wrong. I was always easily overwhelmed by my negative emotions. And I grew up that way. And I lived that way my whole life. Um, and I started to understand that everyone, not just me, everyone is filled with fear and that we let these fears control us and that we have three common fears that we all share. And we feel like we feel these fears like 95, 98% of the day, the fear that people are going to judge you, right? That you're not good enough, that you're not, that they're going to be rejected or condemned. That's the first fear. The second fear is you're not going to get what you think you want and need. Oh. Big fear, isn't it? How much of your life do you go through thinking you're not going to get what you think you want and need? The house, where you're living, the career, the money, the safety, the belonging, mm -hmm. big ones. Um, the love, feeling important. Then the third fear is that you're going to lose something that's important to you. And it could be something from outside of who you are, like excuses of how to be or um, material things, or it could be like safety. And it could be internal. You're going to lose something internal, like how you see, know, and define yourself mm -hmm. that you're going to start to lose. So those are the, basically, I call them three fears, but it's like three fears plus A and B for the mm -hmm. last one that fill our lives. Mm -hmm. And as I began to understand that, I began to notice that when I was feeling fear, I was feeling it in my body. Mm -hmm. And I was experiencing it as tension. So if you if you close your eyes and you just notice how much tension are you holding in your jaw? Mm -hmm. The neck for me, the neck, the neck, the throat, mm -hmm. the chest. How how when you take a try to take a deep breath in, mm -hmm. are you pushing against a lot of resistance? It's a lot neck. of people can. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a bad one for most people. And your stomach, the churning feeling in your stomach. How about your shoulders? Mm -hmm. Tension in your body is fear mm -hmm. and stress is fear anxiety is fear all those every time you experience a negative emotion it is because you are afraid sadness grief anger jealousy are all the result of fear mm -hmm. so what i this was the first thing i discovered i was because i grew up in a family you were not allowed to feel negative emotions it was not allowed. And I grew up not understanding anything about my emotions. 
just trying to repress them. I was crying all over the place. And even as an adult, I would just turn against myself in a way because I didn't know how else to deal with negative emotions. And I discovered that if you think this is me, the, I, I have a, uh, a, a degree in science. If you think of uh, it like a chemical reaction, uh, fear and a big arrow leading to negative emotions, that there's another arrow that goes back the other direction, okay? If you attribute your fear, your, your dark negative emotions to fear, they no longer need to be expressed. So if you say to yourself, let's say you're in a really bad mood and you say, wow, I am really angry because I'm afraid. The anger diminishes and goes away. You can breathe. It's gone mm. because you're acknowledging the source of the anger, which is the fear. As soon as you come back to the fear, you have to say it out loud because then it's not a thought. It's a reality. It, it just what changes everything. Does that make sense? It does. And as you are speaking, I do. I love that you're bringing it to to the root cause, the root cause being fear, because if we bring it to the root cause, then there is fear and then there's love. Yes, that's exactly right. Exactly. And then there's the fear emotions. Those are the top three fears. But then if we look at love, that could be pure source emotions. Oh, it is. It's it's all the it's all the light emotions. It's all the compassion, the love, the kindness, right? Acceptance. Yeah. And so I call that light and I call the negative emotions dark. Mm -hmm. And I call like all the emotions that all the behaviors and thoughts that come along with the, the negative emotions, like beating yourself up, judging people, judging yourself, saying mean things, mm -hmm. behaving in a destructive, hurtful way. I call that darkness. Yes. And I would say just so it doesn't get, it's not for me, yes, light and dark, polarity, mm -hmm. part of being human. Oh, I, yeah. I think what's important, because I've just recently had an experience where, just like you were brought up, emotions weren't allowed, and it was generally every emotion was wrong. And this is a huge trauma from childhood. And this huge trauma was also linked to emotional violence and physical violence abuse. Mm. So the reality was that I can't let that darkness outside of me because mm -hmm. I will be abandoned. I will be judged. Right, definitely. Not seen. So what I think is important is that the darkness is not bad per se. Right, it's, exactly. It's, it's just normal. It's a normal part of being human. Yes. Exactly. And the key, this is the most important thing I will say to you today. You, The darkness is normal. It's it's totally there. We're created to feel fear and it does not need to be in control of our lives. Mm -hmm. There are tools, there are ways of seeing the fear, seeing other people's fear and not letting it be in control so that you can choose to be more in your light. Mm -hmm. That's all I, that's all, all I'm working on is helping people find that they don't have to live lives in darkness and controlled by fear. Mm -hmm. They can just accept, oh, wow, yeah, I'm really afraid. I'm in a really dark place. What can I do to, to take care of it so that I'm not? That is the key. What can I do to address it and right. to shift it? Yes, yes exactly. And the, the less judging and shaming you feel towards your darkness, the easier it is. Yes, so I have a friend once who, who mentioned to me, she goes, I've gotten to a point now where it's like, oh gosh, 
I'm, I'm feeling fear and darkness again. Like I have a cold, like there's nothing to be ashamed about. I'm just going to, you know, take some, some herbs for it and t- deal with it. It's nothing, it's nothing bad. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's normal. And that's when you know you're at a really good place is when you can just see it and not judge it. That is a very, very powerful perspective shift right there to say, yeah. oh, I've just got some fear and some darkness, like a cold. Let yeah. me put some herbs. I love that. That Yes. That is, that's why we're normalizing. And I'm so grateful you are here and that you followed your call and that you listened to that inner voice and that you wrote your book and that you started working with people to help them shift out of the darkness into the light and to know that it's okay. You're not a bad person. We all have it, all of us. That's and right. literally is that everyone has experienced some kind of wounding. I call it wounding because being taught by your parents that negative emotions are, are bad mm. is kind of wounding. It is, it is as a small child, you'll integrate it as, oh, I'm bad. I'm bad. Right, of course, yeah. I'm good because I'm thinking these emotions, but it's just emotions. It's nothing. That's right. It's, it's humanity, right? Right. And, and, and so one of the things I learned was that if you even talk to your children when they're small, you're like, wow, I can see you're really angry. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid that you're not going to come, that we, that we have to leave the park right now yes. and, you, and you don't want to. And they're like, yes. yes. Right. If you put words to their emotions and you attribute it to fear, you're helping them to understand where it's coming from. Yes. Yeah. And it's a game changer because it neutralizes it. I have a little boy that I work with who has impulsive anger. And we were talking about scenarios. I'm like, okay, you're angry. You're really so angry. You want to hit. What if you said to yourself, gosh, I'm really angry because I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to play with the other boys or I'm not, I'm not going to be invited. He goes, the anger is gone. Uh, it was, it's, it, for me, I would experience a lot of my emotions as depression. Mm-hmm. And as soon, and I could feel it in my body, it was a physical weighing down, no energy, just like moving against, you know, like, like pushing a rock up a hill. As soon as I would attribute it to fear, the depression would lift and I'd be fine again. That is very powerful. So it's three sentences. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. You say, and you say it out loud because when you say it out loud, you're taking it out of your thinking and you're making it a sensory, real experience. You're bringing it into your body because you're hearing the vibration. You're saying it. You say, this is me, Susan Batson, filled with fear. This is me, Susan Batson, overwhelmed with fear and this is me susan batson expressing my fear by feeling whatever saying telling myself i can't do it telling myself it's too hard not wanting to get whatever i tell and i just list this is way i am personally expressing my fear right now and just saying it and breathing and everything shifts and it's like now i have some space Wow, it's like you're lifting the fog. You're that's right. The veil. Yes. And, and you can actually see that's not me. That's that's not me. That's right. It's just my fear. Isn't that powerful? That is very powerful. And I love that you shared this tool with us because I could feel as you were sharing it that I will be definitely using it when I'm because I could relate. I was like, Say it one more time, please. Okay. So it's also in the book. Okay. So all these tools are in the book. So not to worry. All right. So it's, this is me and your name 
filled with fear. This is me and your name, overwhelmed with fear. And this is me and your name, expressing that fear by. And you're going to put all the ways you're behaving by yelling at someone, by talking mean to yourself, by um, judging and condemning, by focusing on the negative, all these negative ways, all this darkness. Mm-hmm. We just need to identify it, attribute it to the fear, mm-hmm. and it doesn't, and, and it no longer needs to be expressed because you're seeing and owning the fear. Wow. So this is the book, Drinking from the Well. And I can yeah. feel, I can feel how that title, where as we're speaking and as we're exchanging, we're drinking from the well. That's from right. Amazing. So how did, when did you write this book? So I wrote it, uh, it took me quite a while. So I probably should explain the way I write is um, I'm guided to draw. I'm not an artist, bad artist, terrible artist. Okay. And you'll see my art throughout the book because the art guided the understanding. Mm-hmm. I would, I'd say, okay, five colors. These are the colors. All right. Taking this color, what am I doing? And I would start to draw. And at the end of the drawing, I'd be like, wow, okay. I'm beginning to understand. It was through, it was by drawing and seeing the drawing that I began to understand this, what was involved, the steps and what needed to be explained and how to create the tools. And it was because I don't think I could have done it without the drawing. It would just been too much. This is so profound. May I share a synchronicity? Yeah. In, in okay. Yeah. This is so profound. This is this is is divine orchestration at its best. So what you just mentioned, you intuitively were guided to do this, and I recently um, was in a workshop where exactly what you shared is is being taught because it's. It needs to be taught, like using your intuition, using creativity and art to decipher messages that come from another place. Right. It's like a new thought. It's a new idea that you could never come up with because you're just circling in your old ideas. That's right. And and it was a three day immersion. And I'm and now I'm hearing you share <laughs> wrote your book and I'm just blown away because it really is about bringing new thought, new ideas, new techniques into the world to and with you specifically, I love how you're going to the root cause you were called, you know, to address fear. And yeah. that is that is very, very that right now is blowing me away. The <laughs> and I can relate to what you're saying. I was like, oh my gosh. So you brought through the work. That's what you channeled it. And, and that um, that three-day immersion was called Channeled Courses. And, oh. and it was teaching the mystic method. Oh, okay. Well, so that's what I've been doing. Yeah. For probably like the last seven or eight years. Yes. In total. And so, um, wow, that is funny. Um, and so I started, I've started working, I work, I have one-on-one clients. I have groups that I work with too in classes and workshops, and I would try out some of my ideas on people mm-hmm. and I teach them and I was teaching the tools mm-hmm. and, and as I was doing, it, I was like, okay, this has to be written down. I am terrified about writing. I terrified. And so it was a chance for me to actually start to learn to see what my fears were, 
to sit with them and to let them go. So if, imagine you're carrying around a heavy sack with you, weighs a thousand pounds that you've been, all the fears you've been accumulating over your life. I started working through and clearing that sack out because I needed to, in order to write the book, I couldn't write it with all that fear in my way. Yes. And so I developed a next tool, which was to see the fears, to understand what they were and to let them go. And how do you let them go? So the deal is, huh, you, for the first step is to understand what the situation is that's triggering the fear. Okay. It could be, I'm afraid to, um, to sit down and write this book and have other people read it. You have to just understand, connecting with that quiet voice in yourself, understanding what is it that's actually making me afraid. I'm understand, I'm afraid to let go of controlling, you know, um, who reads it. I don't know. There's a million fears. You understand the fear, you write it out. And then you have three fears to choose from one, two, or three. Okay. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to sit down and write my book and have other people read it. Let's say that's it. And then I'm looking and I'm like, okay, it's fear number one, because I'm afraid I will be seen, judged, and condemned. Yes. Right. And then the next step is as how, as what? You are like as a jerk, as stupid, as naive. Okay. And you, so you, I, I, I spend a little time writing down my fears. I'm afraid of losing how I see no one define myself as someone who hates to write, someone who can't write, someone who will never write if given, if, if given an opportunity to run off and do something else, you know, so that's me. And I, so I wrote all this down. And then what you do is you read the fears out loud and you are breathing. I call it there's a special type of breathing that I found extremely helpful to me. It's not that complicated. Everything I teach is very simple. And it is, I learned how to meditate by noticing my inhale and my exhale. And then I understood that if I just noticed my inhale and I focused 100% of my energy, 100% of my mind on the sensations of exhaling, something magical happened. Yeah. Okay, because when you focus on sensation, you drop out of your thinking mind and into your body. When you focus on exhaling, you are actually energetically letting go. Yeah. So it's a combination of the two. Do you see that? Yes. You are. Yes. You're dropping out of your thinking mind into your body. You're energetically letting go. Yes. Okay. And so if you are seeing your fears from this place, focusing on your exhale as you read these fears out loud and just sitting with each one for a moment, wow, I'm afraid I will lose seeing, knowing, defining myself as someone who can't write. Just sitting with it for a moment, focusing on my exhale. You can energetically feel the fear, the tension drain out of your body. So it's not a thinking process. It's a body. It's a whole body. It's a subconscious. It's a deep body response yes because so many people when i talk to them they're like oh it's a logical thing it's a thinking thing it's not it's a physical in your body meditative experience and i love does that, that make sense yes it does because you and you used your words we all have our own words and then oh sure yeah you say the same thing but we use different words and i love how you said you drop from your mind into your body and i say in the heart but it's the same thing and then as you said it as you said body i realized oh yeah oh yeah i say in the heart but it's the same thing and then i actually noticed myself as you were speaking saying okay i'm dropping into the heart first that's just my place where i go but then i dropped from the heart into the womb 
Oh, wow. Okay. I really landed. Then I was like, okay, now I'm in my body. Like I'm really, yes. yes. And then it would make sense to, to then be able, because you're in the body, you're able to feel the breath and the breath connects you to yeah. your emotional body. And yeah. that's the breath work, the, the yoga breath work that is done. There's mm-hmm. a different, yes, it makes sense. It makes sense. So I just want to explain. So I, the way I see the world, I see my, the work I do mm-hmm. is that there's this enormous universal wisdom out there. Mm-hmm. And I have just taken, connected to a part of it mm-hmm. and um, explained it in a way that I think people can understand and connect to. It's doable. Yeah. It's not like saying never feel a bad thing about anyone ever again in your life. It's like, here are some tools so that you are not overwhelmed with fear and you don't feel like you need to, to think badly of your neighbor, right? Yes. It's giving people that, but it's, what I'm doing is, it's it's just based on universal wisdom, which all the great, which, which right, all teachers, all, all religions are based on universal wisdom. Yeah. And this is just my connecting and explaining it in a slightly different way that I think is more user-friendly. I love that you said that, that it's more user-friendly because it feels very, I love that it's so simple because there's such power and simplicity. And Mm. for me, it actually is the experience of complexity taking us away and creating more fear. That's right. So the simplicity is just, it really helps you anchor. And then I also feel that universal wisdom for me is a more friendly way of putting it because there is unfortunately a lot of religious dogma and a lot of religious wounding and having come from Germany to the States, living in the Bible belt for eight mm. years, that was mind blowing to see that kind of thought process in people where it seems very, I have to say it this way, to a European, the thought process seemed very medieval, very, very old, very ancient. So I love that you're, let's just put it under the hat of, universal wisdom available for everyone no dogma attached that's right exactly no dogma at all yeah okay and it's just user-friendly that is my gift is to make things user-friendly to take ideas and 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 processes and make them doable yes so that's so that's why i'm so excited about the book and the work because i can teach it to anyone i'm teaching it to eight-year-old kids and it's helping their lives I'm like gosh I wish I knew this when I was eight but this is wonderful because when you're teaching it to eight-year-old kids they are going to grow up to be healthy human beings and they don't have to turn 45 and be diagnosed with CPTSD or PTSD because of certain traumas that were happening and it is again a beautiful divine synchronicity that you mentioned that because I was literally talking to my husband about this because we watched a little video about a parent, a mom, and her little three-year-old. And it was so cute because they were practicing emotional intelligence. They were uh. they were talking about emotions. And mom was really calm. And the three-year-old was reflecting himself. He was reflecting himself at three and said these really wise things where my husband was just so blown away. And he kind of just said, man, this little guy is giving me hope for <laughs> 
And so I also know, so you, so the book is the well and the energy that I'm feeling as we're talking, we're, we're really, I can feel it. We're drinking from the well, that, that universal wisdom. I've experienced two of your tools. The listeners have experienced two of your tools that it can be as simple as dropping into the body and breathing, right? And connecting to the breath while you're letting go of negative emotions you also have something this is what I wanted to ask you about oh. on your website because I think it's fascinating that you created this co-created this with someone someone helped you but it was your idea that you have a labyrinth of sorts on your websites will mm -hmm. you tell us about your labyrinth sure so I this was all my idea actually the labyrinth yeah um I just, and it was really hard to find someone that could help me try to create it on, on a website because they were like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. So what it is, is um, each, I created a map that's all interconnected like a labyrinth mm -hmm. and you choose one, you just intrinsically, you just intuitively choose a color spiral and it takes you to an idea, to a simple idea like um, receiving love. And then there's a small blog written about receiving love, love. And you think about it for a moment. And then there's questions that can take you in different directions. And you click on the question that most resonates with you. And it takes you within that labyrinth to another spiral and another color and another idea. And maybe it's finding ritual, creating ritual in your life. Yes. And so every time you go into the labyrinth, you're taking a slightly different journey of understanding some of the basic concepts of how to connect with the divine, how to connect with yourself and others, how to receive, how to be in a balanced life, but from a different perspective each time because each journey is different and where you start from is different each time you go. Um, and then in the center is, is the central spiral, which is connecting to the divine. And I have poems by the mystic poets like Rumi and, and St. John. Um, I have art from a young artist that um, I really like, Allegra Giddings. And I have um, photos that for me connect me to the divine. And so uh, it's, a, it's sort of an interactive website. Let's put it that way. Yes. And what I meant, I knew it was your idea, but what I meant with co-creation, you needed to find someone that can create the website. <laughs> oh, yes. And that was the hard part. That was really challenging, I'll tell you. Yes, exactly. I love that because when you shared that, the labyrinth and that you can choose option, it reminds me of choose your adventure. And, That's right. And anybody that has played that game with the books, I mean, it's just so much fun. So, so where could the listeners find that labyrinth? It's um it's my website is is Eliora's Journey so it's e l i o r a s journey dot com um I have um I have my book listed there as well and you can download the first thirteen pages of the book for free if you're interested in just checking it out and seeing what it's about and I'm ultimately going to have some uh, a page with workshops available in case people wanted to learn how to use the tools. Um, and, uh, like in a, like a two and a half hour, three hour workshop once in a while. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. One very exciting. Yes. And I'm going to put it in the show notes as well. Soulhealthmentor.com. I'll, I'll talk more about you. Just your, what well, you shared a lot, but we'll just make it nice and neat. So if the listeners want to, to find sure. you. And they can also find you via the show notes blog. And what I wanted to just say, the workshops would be with you on Zoom, right? 
Uh, yes, me, with me on Zoom, yes. So it doesn't matter where you live, you can, yes, exactly. you can, which is the gift of technology connecting us right now in this interview. And it was such a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I had such a lovely time with you. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing.